Hey, welcome back. If you are still listening to us right now, it's because you're a member of Slate Plus, Slate's membership program. Thank you so much for your membership, which helps Slate do a lot of the amazing things that we do. Uh, it also gets you access to our Slate Academies, uh, to early ticketing for Slate events, and of course, to bonus features on your favorite podcasts like this one. On Mom and Dad are Fighting, we like to have uh, Slatesters from outside the Mom and Dad are Fighting fold come in to tell us their parenting triumphs and fails. We especially like to grab brand new parents among Slate staffers. And so today, we are pleased to welcome Ben Mathis Lilly, uh, the, a writer for Slate's news blog, The Slatest, uh, and someone who, whom Allison orders around on a daily basis to sure. come on in and tell us all about his new baby. Ben, welcome. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. So first, please tell our listeners all about your baby. Okay. Uh, the baby is, is currently three weeks and five days old. Uh, his name is Louie, and uh, he is uh, a perfect baby and, in fact, the, the best baby. The best baby in all the world, yeah. That's right. Congratulations very on, cute. Congratulations Thank on you. having the best baby. Someone Thank had you. to do it, and I'm glad it was you. All right, <laughs> so we like to bring people in uh, to tell us a triumph or a fail. So uh, what do you have for us? Do you have a triumph where you did something great with the best baby or a fail where the best baby shamed you by how much better he was than you? I have a fail. I actually have a personal fail, and then I have a, a lament uh, for society's failure. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the personal fail is actually from, from the, the night he was born, the first night. Uh, so he was born uh, a little afternoon. Uh, and then, you know, so obviously by nine ten p.m., we were uh, in our hospital room, my wife and I, and we were we were getting quite tired. And the, and the nurses said, uh, as I assume is standard, you know, we can take him into the nursery if you guys want to get some sleep without without the baby in the room. And we thought, you know, no, we're gonna we'll try to do it. It'd be nice if we we all spent the first night together, as it were. Um, and so my wife went to sleep, and and I was kind of taking care of Louis. And uh, he was crying, and I was picking him up and trying all the things that I guess I'd seen people do to babies, uh, <laughs> this being the first night. Um, and he just kept crying and kept crying and crying louder and crying louder. And eventually we just kind of, you know, my wife was waking up, and, and we thought, like, okay, well, we have to actually sleep sometime in the, for the rest of our lives. We can't not sleep for the rest of our lives. We punched the call button for the nurses. They came in and they um, they rolled him away in the bassinet, and as they were rolling him away, I felt the most deep regret of my entire life that I had asked them to do this. I was devastated. It honestly was one of the lowest moments of my life. He was wailing, and you know, they kind of like there was a little hallway they were wailing him down, and so I saw them taking him away, and it was like I had abandoned him. It was probably echoing in the hallway. I bet it, it was echoing in the hallway and in my heart, and ah. he. And he, I just thought I have, I have like let him down. Like this is the first night of his life and I've already let him down. I could kind of feel like he was like looking back at me and like thinking like I'm being torn away from my parents. And then that, that is not the failure. The, the failure is that in, in about two hours later when they brought him back because he had to eat, he was sleeping peacefully fine. Obviously he at this point had no idea who I was or necessarily who even any, any of us were. He was just crying. He had just been crying because he was crying. He didn't feel abandoned. He got to sleep in the nursery. He was great, in fact, when he got brought back. And I realized that I had kind of crucified myself emotionally for nothing and have since confirmed that with uh, other parents of more than one child that we were idiots for not just taking the sleep on the first night that was being provided to us for free by the nurses. So it was your last not... chance to sleep. 
He had the yeah. Your fail was not qu- easily sending him off and then also like already starting the pattern of like judging yourself for every decision you made. Exactly. Yeah. The, fi- the failure was uh, not taking advantage of, of what was being given to us. So I had a very similar first night. I didn't – John wasn't with me on the first night but with – our first kid. Now I'm surprised actually that they at a lot of hospitals now they won't. They don't offer the nursery hmm. anymore. That's like a very. It's at least in New York City. Uh, I don't know where you guys it's a were. Very it's obviously some bad issue. hospital. Yeah, it's a really charged issue. But anyway, so our, the second two kids they didn't offer the nursery hmm. um, and they discouraged the nursery. And I was like, please. <laughs> but the first child with Harry. I thought I wanted to keep him with me, uh, and then also like grew really weary and was like, you know, can you take the baby? And then I had like a terrible. I fell asleep and I had like a terrible nightmare that I had abandoned my kid and oh that the, that he was stolen. And I woke up like freaking yeah. out, like not like like really freaking yeah. out. Like they actually yeah. brought like a someone in to talk to me to calm me down. Sure. Uh, I thought like I had lost him forever. They had clearly put me on some kind of like watch. <laughs> uh, and then he came back and you know everything was fine. But I think that like that must be a common feeling. I yeah. guess. Yeah, I wish I they had kind of just said, yeah. like, everyone will feel guilty about this, but you shouldn't. You yeah. know, or, or, I mean, I guess maybe you're saying that it's actually a, a I fraud. think they discourage it. I mean, right. I, I guess they didn't for you guys. But, no, no. I do think they, they're trying so hard to encourage uh, breastfeeding that uh, they discourage any kind of, like, break between mother's skin and baby sure, skin. Sure. Well, there's also – there's I mean, there are many people who feel very strongly about – supplementing, right, formula feeding or supplementing. And there are a lot of people who don't want their babies to go to the nursery overnight because often they feel that their kids will be formula fed without their consent or with only hazy consent given. And so that's become like a sticking point between patients and hospitals. And I think many hospitals now just don't do it because they like don't want the hassle of getting in big fights with people later about whether or not they supplemented their the baby's nutrition. Well, that that is illuminating, and now we will know that in the, for the next next one, we will just go in and insist on it, no matter yeah. where we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think also there's just no way for that first night not to be really hard. Right, it's really, really hard. Yeah. You're like you just had an incredibly draining and also uh, like adrenaline pumping experience. You basically like went through a minor war. Uh, and then you or your wife did. Yeah. Well, yes, but it's for the for everyone. It's like there's a fucking lot going on emotionally. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then you all of a sudden have this new person who you have all these feelings for. And all of a sudden that person affects you in a way you never understood. And it's definitely a recipe for feeling bad. But yes, next time you should, in fact, demand that. Your wife give birth directly into like a new <laughs> don't even tube show up at the hospital that whisks just... the baby straight to the nursery. Yeah, I don't want to see this kid for forty eight hours. Yeah. Um. All right. What is? How did society fail? You? Society, yeah, in my opinion, has failed all of us uh, by not uh, inventing and and widely distributing a, a, what I'm picturing as a kind of Hannibal Lecter restraint device like chair or slab that you can strap yourself <laughs> into. And then strap your baby on top of you in such that you can safely sleep with your baby on top of you. Because now it's almost four weeks. We are squarely in the stage where the baby not only does not want to sleep unless he's on one of our chests, but really we can't like expect him reasonably to do that either. But if there were a way to, to make it secure and prevent possible and all the possible suffocation hazards that are, are at play, um, we would definitely invest in this in that kind of construction. So you're talking like sort of a, like a deal that straps you to the bed so you're immobile 
and then yeah, traps like Frankenstein. the baby to you so yep. that the, you can't roll over on top of the baby and the baby can't roll off of you. Exactly. The baby can't fall off. There's no you know blankets, sheets, whatever. It's just you on this slab like Frankenstein with the baby on top of you and you're all sleeping. It seems Could very you... marketable. <laughs> yeah, but no, could you somehow – could you uh, use a baby Bjorn for this? Uh, that's a good question. But I feel like you – like how are you going to restrain yourself? Like right. that's – you can't roll yourself. on the yeah. – you know. right. yeah. The worry is that you're going to roll on top of the baby. I, I mean an additional problem that I had uh, is that is that my stomach was just simply too – uh, convex for the baby to comfortably sleep on top of me on her back. So, like, if I put her on my stomach to sleep, her head would be so far below her feet that it was very uncomfortable for her. So that's an additional problem that hopefully science will There's solve no someday. So- society has a, has a fix for that. Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, all right. Uh, maybe you should get on that. That's your ticket out of slate. Yeah. It's you. your ticket to the big time. You're going to become... A hundred air. All right. Thank you, (laughs) Slate Plus members, for being members of our membership program. Thank you, Ben Mathisilli, for coming on. Louis is adorable. He (laughs) is indeed the best baby. Uh, And thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. And we will talk to you in a couple weeks.